short, Fox at second, Ruffo at first. The outfield, Minoso in left field, Toby in center field, and Rivera in right field. Yankee base runner at first, and a throw over, he's back in time. Thank you. 
Richardson singled, McDougal struck out, and Richardson died six. And a swing and a base hit to center field. Mantle singles right through the center of the diamond for the Yankees' second hit. That's going to bring up the first baseman, Bill Scowling. Have a 
Mar, a right-hander on the mound. Scour left first. 
Gibson at second, and McDougal at short, and Martin at third, a foul tip. Hank Bauer in right field, Mandel in center field, Sarah in left field, Dittmar the pitcher, and Howard again the catcher.
And a fastball that's a little bit too low. And then close. Ball two. Whitmire is already complaining to the plate umpire, Larry Knapp, about the calls. A dozen Sox players have shared hero roles in their 33 wins. Pittsburgh, a swing and a tap along the first baseline. It's a fair ball picked up by Howard, throw the first base hit. There was a little pass off the first baseline that with a fast man running, the Yankees were hoping would roll foul. But they saw that it was going to stay in. Howard picked the ball up and fired it, but too late, and it's a base hit.
man. Here's the pitch to him. A swing and another foul. In their 33 victories, the White Sox have had to come from behind or break a tie in late or extra innings on 22 of the 33 They've been able to jump off to an early lead and maintain it throughout the game. Sixteen times they've had to rally to overcome a deficit to win, and in six games they were forced to break a tie in the late for extra innings. It's the Derby. Down he goes, a high fastball in close. Here's Fox moving up, and that's a wild pitch.
started it were Dittmar and Dolby. Dittmar is back in the pitcher's circle. Dolby is standing outside the batter's box. So neither one of them seem to think that they're going to be put out of the ballgame. Here they're going for each other again now. Billy Martin is going for Dolby. I noticed too that he was pointing to Scotland because they were indicating that Grupo might be thrown out and he was saying, well, 
delays, and then a terrific fight out here. The customers have really had their money's worth, and there hasn't been a run for it. Well, this is a great pack of chairs.
said before, all this is part of a great game of baseball. I go along with that idea, and as Bob pointed out, these fellas, when they meet one another off the field or even before the game, third base in place of Billy Martin. 
Yankees have no runs, three hits, the White Sox no runs, and... Rosenberg and dries his hands a bit. 
Gets set. There's the pitch to Dittmar. A swing and a high short fly ball into right field. Easy for Rivera. He's under the ball. He's got it. For the up. In that inning, no runs, one hit, and one man left on the base. And the score fans at the end of the first half of the second. The Yankees, no runs, and four hits. The White Sox, no runs, and one hit. We're going into the last half of the second inning in Chicago. We sure hope you're enjoying all the excitement wherever you are. In Florida, Tennessee, down there in Georgia, in the good old state of Kentucky, or up here in the Middle West. But the White Sox story goes into all those different spots in our country every time that the White Sox play ball. Here's Hatfield. He'll be followed by Rivera. And then by the shortstop, Lewis Aparicio. First pitch to him, a bunt. The second baseman, fast to the ball, fires the first. He is safe. Beat it out for him. There was a surprise bunt on which Richardson made a tremendous play. Boy, I can see why they howl about this guy as a infielder. The ball was bunted fairly hard on the first base side of the mound. It got by the pitcher. Richardson raced in, made a scoop pick up at 12, but Hatfield beat it up. Here's Jungle, who's starting to get hot at the plate. Now somebody else has been thrown out, Whitey Ford. Ford out arguing with umpire John Stevens, and it looks like he yelled something about that decision at first base, and he's been put out of the game, and he and the umpire are going to it over at first base. Everything is happening here today. Well, we won't start to worry until there's only nine left. Whitey Ford, one of the American League's great young pitchers, who's been bothered with a sore shoulder. He's walking toward the Sox dugout, and he has been chased out of the game. Pitch to Rivera is a ball. It's low and outside, ball one. And a nice curve strike around the knee. Rivera's batting 252. He's had five runs batted in, and he's hit two home runs. And last night he really hit one. Man, did he kiss one. Here's the next pitch and a swing and a long drive. The wire 
was on the far side of the pole. It hit on the wire and fell back down. And that is a home run and two runs are in. Here's a strike on Louis. Strike one. The White Sox, that is their third hit in the game. And Louis takes a curve. Strike two. That's Rivera's third homer and his seventh run batted in. Dittmar again leaning way forward. Here comes the pitch to Little Louie and a swing and a foul. It's out of play back at first base. Boy, fans, you should have seen that homer. That was a, right up on that screen on the foul pole and a home run. His second homer in the series. Again, the wind up and the pitch to Little Louie. A ball, a little bit low. Billy Pierce has been given a two-run lead here on Rivera's homer following a single by Buddy Hatfield. Again, the pitch to Louis, strike three with about a bottom of the shot. Here's Billy Pierce coming out. Yankees take it around, Andy Carey at third, McDougal at short, Richardson at second, Bauer in at first, Bauer in right, Mantle in center, Yogi Berra in left. Here's Billy Pierce walking up to the plate. One out and two runs are in. And a fastball that dropped a little bit too low. And in close, ball one. What a day. What excitement at Chicago today. The next pitch to Billy, a swing and a miss. One and one. Mark Gitmar. Big right-hander in the pitching and a swing and a miss. Like two. Well, let's see how many home run balls he has served up. That is number five off the delivery of Gitmar. Here comes the pitch to Billy. It's low for a ball. Two and two. The umpires are Larry Knapp, John Stevens, Rice, and Rommel. They really had a time here today. Billy number 19 in the batter's box. Here comes the pitch and a high short fly ball. In the left field, finally, Yogi's going to get a put out. He's got it for the out. Yogi Berra caught that ball in left field. Now the plate umpire is cleaning the plate. And here is the leadoff batter, Bubba Phillips. The Dodgers just tied Milwaukee. Four and four. Cincinnati and Pittsburgh are tied two and two. The Boston-Cleveland game is still delayed by rain. Boston leading four to one. Here's the pitch to Phillips. Mike call right at the knee. Nobody on, two off, but there are two runs in. And the pitch to Phillips, a swing and a high fly ball into left field. Another chance for the Yogi Man. He's got it. And it retires to the side. 
that inning, there were two runs and two hits, and no one left on the base. The total, the White Sox, two runs, three hits, no errors, the Yankees, no runs, four hits, and no errors. McDougal leading off in the third inning of this ball game. Correction, Richardson leading off. I was looking at Gill. He's in the on-deck circle. And the first pitch to Richardson is a little bit too low for a ball. This is only the third inning. We had a rain delay and a fight delay. Waller is arguing with the plate umpire about that call. And here is Lopez coming up to the plate. Here's a telegram I'd like to answer. It says, you said McDougal hit into a double play in the first inning, whereas he struck out. That's not a double play. Please explain. I said that there was a double play on that strikeout. And any time on one play, there are two men retired. That is a double play. You could even get a triple play on a on a strikeout. The batter scored is a double play. When the batter strikes out, the runner going down is double. It all happens on the same play. That's scored as a double play. Lopez is talking with the plate umpire.
the first time up. And a swing and a foul off to the right. Now the White Sox have two runs, three hits, and no errors. The Yankees have one run, six hits, and no errors. participation in the double play or triple play to each fielder who earns a putout or an assist when two or three players are put out between the time the pitcher is delivered and the time the ball next becomes dead or is next in possession of the pitcher in pitching position unless an error intervenes between putouts. That explains why on a strikeout and a man going down that is scored as a double play. Ball two and strike one for Mantle. And it's ball three in very close at the knee. Ball three and a strike one count on Mickey Mantle. Bill Scowan, the on-deck hitter, is talking with the Yankee manager, Casey Stengel. And now he's coming out of the dugout. Here's a curve and a swing and a miss. Boy, he threw a beauty that time. Bernie Hatfield, who is playing third for the White Sox, never had a chance on those two doubles. Richardson's double, McDougal's double. They were hit like shots between he and the bag. Now we've got a ball three and a strike two count on Mickey Mantle and a swing and a ground ball to third. Hatfield up with that ball, fires the first, and it's out. What a way. Nice play by Hatfield, and they held McDougal at second. Harris Collins stepping in. Well, a lot of excitement. Scowlin stepping into the batter's box. Detroit is Baltimore nothing and Detroit nothing at the end of three. Right, right at the main. Billy working carefully out there. In the Baltimore Tiger game, it's Moore and Poitras. Here's a swing and a smash. On the ground that the shortstop grabs, made a fine pickup of that ball at the first base and mooses out and on the play McDougal goes to third. He tried to get that ball before it hit the ground but he couldn't. If he had of uh, grabbed it before it hit the ground he would have had a cinch double play. Here's Hank Bard. In the Boston-Cleveland game it's Brewers and Wentz. Two to one in the third inning of this ball game. 
And a swing and a ground ball. Shortstop makes a big stop. They throw a wide at first. Great stop by Aparicio. And the tying run was left on the base. Boy, was that a stop. Way to his left.
And a high fly ball into right center field. Mantle getting over, should get it. He's got that ball. Ball he up. That's going to bring up the first baseman, Dave Billy. went out ahead in the second inning when Hatfield singled and Rivera lined a home run, a shot off the foul pole in right field. Here's Philly, switch hitter, batting left-handed. Also on first, he's running. Here's a swing and a tap to Bobby Richardson. Up with it to make the first out and it retires in that inning, no run, no hits, an error, and one man left on the base. So, friends, they score at the end of three full innings. The White Sox, two runs, three hits, no errors. The Yankees, one run, six hits, and one error. Now, they saying goodbye for a little while, and here's Don West. Thank you, Bob. Here's Bell leading off for the Yankees. They're still having trouble down in the right field corner with the water that stands down there. And between innings, between half innings, Brown's crew, they go out and sweep off some more of that water. Here's the delivery to Brown. Beauty by Harrison called strike. And it's nothing in one. Now drive to center fielder Bubba Phillips as the Yankee leadoff man in the second. Billy Pitts has the last six hits. With one run and the Sox leading two to one. Here's where delivery by Billy. Fastball low and outside for a ball, one ball and one strike. So the White Sox have Philly at first, where Dropo was at the beginning of today's game. Fox in second, Aparicio at short. Hatfield at third in place for Phillips because Phillips moved in to center field to replace Larry Dilby. Next pitch, Dilby is swing by there and a line drive. A base hit out of the right field drops in front of Rivera in the water out there. Comes up with the ball and fires it into Fox. Is hit number seven. As Sarah lined one into right field, off toward right center, and it dropped right in the water that is really soaked up that outfield. So that is the base hit. Lead off man on for the New York Yankees, and coming up is third baseman Andy Carey. The White Sox suffered in that body book because they lost two frontline players in Dobie and Dropo. On the other hand, that wasn't the case for the New York Yankees. They lost one starter in today's game, Billy Martin. And the other, Whitey Ford, who was sidelined, of course, and Enos Country Slaughter, who was a member of the Yankee bench. Usually this. Swing at a high fly ball, left center field. Papa Phillips is there, jockeying over to his right, right side of it, makes the catch. Here's the throw into Appalachia, and the base runner, Barrett, moves on back to first. So the Yankees have one out. Base hit. Farrell on his way to third now. Here's the throw to second base by Minoso. 
And Barrett goes sliding in safely a third. Papa Phillips slipped and fell out in left center field. A ball that was hit off the handle by Howard. He flips it out over Aparicio's head in short left center field. Sending Vera around the third. And the Yankees with a threat here with runners at first and third and only one out. And coming out is the pitcher, Art Dittmar. The ejections in today's game, Billy Martin, Nina Slaughter, and Whitey Ford. And for the White Sox, Kirby and Ruffo. Get a station break right here. This is the WCFL Chicago White Sox Baseball Network. This is WCFL, the voice of labor in Chicago. And all the fuss and fuming out here and the fusion started in the first inning where the White Sox is bat. Larry Doby was the batter. And on a wild pitch to Doby, with two men on, came to the plate to cover, and the wild pitch actually was one that checked Doby. He went down in the dirt to escape it. And the pitcher, who was up there at the plate right now, Dittmar, came down to cover at the plate. And Doby and Dittmar exchanged some words, and Doby then flattened him with a punch. And immediately that brought out both the benches, and quite a fight developed from that point on. Here's a swing and a ground ball that Aparicio picks up. Steps on the back of second. Fires the first. Double play. Scarlett, 
on the bank to get Rivera as he reached back with his glove hand, grabbed that ball, stepped on the bag, fired through to the shortstop, Gil McDougall. And McDougall was waiting with the ball as Hatfield went sliding into second base, so it's a double play. Rivera hit one well down the first base side, but as Collins tried to make his move to the right, he reached back, grabbed the ball, went to the bag, made the foot out there on the batter, fired the second to retire the runner. Here's Aparicio on the pitch is low, and outside for ball one. So that is the first Yankee double play of the afternoon. And the Yankees now with 60 twin killings to their credit. Aparicio struck out in the second. Sox have two out, nobody on. Wind up by Dittmar on the pitch. Lurie takes low for ball two, and it's two balls to no strike. Two and nothing on Aparicio. Dittmar takes his time, looks, gets the sign from Howard. Wind up again on the pitch. And it's low on our side in the bird. Ball three, three and the count on Little Lloyd. He's already turned in a couple of terrific plays. Big plays, key plays. Here's ball four, an outside pitch. Dittmar was nowhere near the strike zone on four deliveries to Aparicio. So Lloyd gets on, and coming up is the pitcher, Billy Sturt. record against the Yankees of 14 victories and 24 defeats. Last season, he won two and lost two against New York, and this season, he is all even at one win and one loss. And Billy has seven hits to lead out of the White Sox pitchers, seven hits in 37 times the back. Here's the pitch, strike call, waist high, inside edge of the plate, on a fastball by Dittmar, and a strike one. Had already worked in 100 innings before this game this afternoon. Standing on the back at first is Aparicio, steps away now, and the delivery to first. Outside pitch to him for ball one. Outside and low, and it's one ball and one strike. One and one. This series has had all of the necessary ingredients to make it one of the most exciting of the year. Aparicio dives back to the back at first as Dittmar turns and throws to Scarlett. Lurie gets up on his feet again. Steps one away from the back. He may go. Here's the pass to swing. And a foul pitch like this. And it's one ball and two strikes. And that time, Elston Howard really got one. A foul tip off the bat of Pierce that really stung Howard. The Yankee trainer comes out to take a look at it. The pitcher, Art Dittmar, is down off the mound. And it may be that taken out of the game, and it appears to be a dislocation because he is in quite a bit of pain, and the Yankee trainer is trying to
Subiaki dugout. And we will have a new catcher coming in now for the New York Yankees. At least he was called in from the bullpen.
Ken Bell here at the 415 foot mark. Richardson was on his way to third. Aparicio went out to take the relay, whipped the ball to Freddie Hatfield. Hatfield did not have him when he slid in, but he overslid the bag by about a foot, and Hatfield immediately put the tag on him. He was called out at third, and the Yankees have one out. Credit him with a three-base hit. Here's McDougal. Score still 2-1 to one, the White Sox lead. The pitch up high to McDougal for ball one. And that is the type of treacherous going that both of these ball clubs, New York and the White Sox, have had to put up with this afternoon. That outfield is in real sad shape. Here's where the only back there is curved in there for strike. One ball and one strike. So Richardson with a three-base hit. But the put out from Phillips to Aparicio to Hatfield as the overs with the bag. McDizzle has a double in two tries. One-one is delivered now by Paris. Curry ball is swinging a foul tip. One ball and two strikes. Just hard to imagine that so much excitement could possibly be packed into three baseball games. Ball, then to rebound from the wall as it traveled so quickly 
out of the left field. Roll, line drive. Phillips made the pickup. Fired the ball to Fox, but Mano got in safely in second base, and that is the third straight extra base hit off this here in the fifth inning. The Yankees now with 11 hits out there. That brings up Bill Scarlett. Time is called. Manager Al Lopez is coming out. And it may be that right now Al has decided that that will be all for first. See if he makes any sign as he goes out to the He hasn't as yet. This is a tough chore for a manager. Especially when you have a fellow like this. The ball for Billy Pierce and Billy is getting out of the game. Jerry Staley has been working in the bullpen for the White Sox. The fact that Billy was after his eighth straight win and his seventh consecutive complete game. And that's what really makes it a tough thing for a manager to have to do. But the Yankees, swinging from the heels here, have amassed 11 hits. And of the 11, three have been solid drives off Pierce here in the fifth inning. And save for the fact that Richardson was nailed over sliding the bag at third after his triple, the Yankees would be leading here 3-2 as it is. The game is tied at two runs apiece. Here's Gary Staley starting a long walk from the bullpen out in center field. And in just a moment, you'll hear a terrific hand for a terrific young guy, Billy Pierce. Here it is. Right-handed batter, facing 
right-hander Jerry Staley. The outfield, now Bubba Phillips, shifts over to left center field, but also a straightaway at left and deep. Here's the start of the motion by Staley. Pando leads the second half of the pitch. Four ball is swinging a smash and a base hit. Out of the left field, a run will score. Here comes Pando riding a third. Down the line he comes, and the Yankees go out in front, three to two. But also throw goes to Fox, and Scallon hurries back to the back at first. So Scallon, on the first pitch by Jerry Staley, hits one of the hole between Hatfield and Aparicio. And the Yankees take the lead, three to two. That is the fourth straight New York hit. with a dozen hits. Aparicio changes his position in the infield. Moves closer over toward third. Stretch by Sandy. Now Bubba Phillips. Shifts over to left side of field, but also a straightaway at left and deep. Here's the start of the motion by Staley. Mantle leads the second half of the pitch. Four ball is swinging a smash at a base hit. Out of the left field, the run will score. Here comes Mantle riding a third down the line. He comes, and the Yankees go out in front, three to two. But also throw goes to Fox, and Scallon hurries back to the back at first. So Scallon, on the first pitch by Jerry Staley, hooks one of the hole between Hatfield and Aparicio. And the Yankees take the lead, three to two. That is the fourth straight New York hit.
place of a White Sox pitching staff, Billy Pierce. One four and a third innings today. Here's a throw to the first base, and Cowan gets back in plenty of time. Three and two to count. Here's the delivery by Staley. A swing and a smash to the shortstop Aparicio. His play will have to be at first. The throw, and it's in time. As Bauer goes out, Cowan was going on the 3 2 delivery by Jerry Staley. So, Louie. And moving to his right and going in the hole to grab that ball, had no play at second base. The play was the first, and he got his man. The Yankees with one out, run of a second, step again is Yogi Berra. Now there are two outs. Please take it by Scarlett, and Berra will be intentionally walked. First base is open. Two out situation. First half of the fifth. Here's ball two now to Berra. An intentional walk. Yogi's to load up that gap at first. Again, they pitch by Staley, ball three. Staley goes through all the motions in proper sequence. Now stepped away from the rubber, looks over towards second base where Scourin has taken rather a long lead. Here's ball four, and Yogi Berra is purposely passed. Joe Megan has a back-of-the-art council went to play us to call this afternoon. And a reminder, too, that with no activity out here on the field right now, as Andy Kelly is scheduled to come out, but he will be lifted now in favor of a bench batter, Joe Collins. The fourth annual softball game between the Alderman and the City Council and the back-of-the-art council will be played out of the lights at 8.30 next Thursday night, June 20th at the Council's Recreation Field at 47th and South Amos. I've had a chance to play out there for the last two years, and this is uh, sort of upsetting because we're going to be on the road now and we'll, won't be able to uh, participate in this game, but I have always thoroughly enjoyed it. We won last year. Mayor Daly, John Rigney, Chuck Kaminsky, and Jack Mabley are expected to play out there. They always have a fine turnout for it. That will be Thursday night, June 20th. Here's Collins coming up to bat for Carey on the fifth to Collins. Right call. Close up by Staley, but he set in right at the letters, and it's nothing in one. The Yankees have runners at first and second now with two outs. Cowan at second, and Yogi Berra on at first. More activity in the both end, and this time it's Dixie Howell who's warming up. The next pitch. A swing and a line drive out of the center field is a base hit. Run is going as Gowan comes around third and comes in to score. Phillips fires the ball to second base. And the Yankees increase their lead now to four to two. Joe Collins. Just line one. Right out over second base. In the center field for the base hit that brings off Scarrett. Mira held up at second base. Collins was on at first. And the batter is Elston Howard. Not Elston Howard, but the catcher now. Dal Johnson. There's a swing and a ground ball that the third baseman Hatfield goes for. Throws to Fox. Forced out second base just in time. On a very tight play to retire the side. The Yankees batted eight men in the fifth inning. And Hatfield came up with that slow tap off the bat of the catcher Dell Johnson to get the force out at second base on Joe Collins and retire the side. The Yankees had a total of three runs on five hits. Three runs on five hits, no White Sox errors, and New York with a total of two men left. 
score at the end of the first half of the fifth inning. The New York Yankees four and the Chicago White Sox two. Leading out for the White Sox. First pitch is high and inside to him for ball one. This is the last half of the fifth. Need a pair of runs. The pitch to Phillips takes the strike, and it's one ball and one strike. Bubba is nothing to do. He struck out of the first inning and slides to left to retire the side in the second. On the mound is Zipmar, and the pitch is a swing and a miss for strike two. Jerry Coleman is now playing the third for the Yankees. He is the third third baseman to be used there. Tremendous swing at a slow curveball and missed. Now 
Now he swung at a sidearm curve that had a little speed on it, missed that too. We were just staying over in the press box. This has been a terrific series, just a tremendous series of free games. Here comes the pitch to him again, and a swing and a ball is off to the right. The Yankees have four runs, 13 hits, and one error. The White Sox have two runs, four hits, and no errors. Again, the windup and the pitch are swinging a tap along the third baseline. Staley's ball, take the first, and he's out, one away. John probably announced that there's going to be a meeting in Mr. Comiskey's office after the game between the manager, Casey Stengel, the manager, Al Lopez, the four umpire, and the president of the American League, Mr. Will Hart. About that brawl out here today, there will be no announcement made today of any further action taken, but there will be an announcement made tomorrow from the league office. Mr. Harris, the league president, saw this affair here today, so he's got first-hand information. Strike one on Richardson. And a little bit too low to Bob. Makes it one and one. This is one of the greatest infielders to come into the league in a long time. He can really make plays. Here's a tap along the third baseline. It's foul. One and two. Ted Williams has hit two homers in the game at Cleveland. And the Red Sox have flattened early win. Baltimore and Detroit are nothing and nothing at the end of five. Pittsburgh beat Cincinnati. The Giants beat the Cubs again. And Milwaukee beat Brooklyn. So there you have all the dope on all of the other games. Here we have a one and two count on Richardson. And a swing and a pop-up. Play on the ball. To the left of the plate. Lawler getting over. He's got it. For the off. going to bring up the shortstop, Joe McDougal. McDougal has been up front. He hit into a double play, or he struck out in the first inning, and it was turned into a double play. He doubled in the third, and he doubled in the fifth. He's facing Jerry Staley with two out in the sixth inning, and a spike sidearm of beauty. Yankees four runs and 13 hits, 
the White Sox, two runs and four. Here's Lawler. The first pitch from Dittmar, a swing at a high curve and a ball tip, strike one. Lawler's been up twice. He slid out twice to center field. Field is playing him around a little bit to the left. Ken Dittmar leans forward on his right foot and a swing and a hard hit foul ball past third. Just missed the bag by about an inch. Oh, that was a sure double if he'd had it straightened up. Out to the mound, and Lawler is getting back in the batter's box. Nobody on, and nobody off. Now the pitcher takes so much time that Lawler gets tired of waiting and steps out of the batter's box. The fits to him, a swing, and another fly ball to deep center. Mantle back, he's got that ball to the up. That's going to bring up the first baseman, Billy. Billy struck out in the first inning and bounced out in the third inning.
up in the next pitch. A swing and a big hit. Big hit in the left field. the Yankees up that time. They were expecting him to pull the ball to right field. And instead of that, he shot the ball between short and third in the left field for a hit. Here's Hatfield, who's had two for two. Freddie Hatfield stepping in. With a teammate at first base. And a swing at a high curve and a miss. Right one. Now the Yankees are starting a pitcher throwing in the bullpen in center field. It's Tommy Burns, a left-hander. That field cuts and fouls the ball back on the screen. Strike two. That field got into the game. When after the brawl, early in the game, Ropo and Dolby were safe. For the Yankees, Slaughter and Billy Martin were safe. And then later, Whitey Ford was safe. Hatfield swings and misses, striking out a fastball tie, point three. Here's Rivera. big gun in the series for the White Sox. He had a single, a double, and a homer last night. And the first time up today with Hatfield on first, lined a home run off the foul pole in right field. So here's Jim in the batter's box. And the first pitch to him, a swing and a ground foul along the first baseline. One strike. American League at Boston 8, Cleveland 1 at the end of 7, Baltimore nothing, Detroit nothing at the end of 5. Here it's the Yankees 4 and the White Sox 2 in the last of the 6th inning, and a ball a little bit too long. Ball 1 and strike 1. Mantle has been up three times, 
who has a single and a double. Now Jerry Staley gets ready in the first pitch to him. Very close and high above. Ball one. The Tigers have taken a two-run lead over Baltimore at Detroit. Staley is winding up again in the pitch to Mandel. Oh, that one was really close. Ball two.
squares the ball across the infield to get Bauer run away. A nice play by Hatfield. He almost got through. Going to bring up Carl. And Yogi is going to get an intentional pass.
going to bring up the leadoff man, Bubba Phillips. the game at third and then was moved into the outfield and a swing and a miss. He struck out in the first inning, slid out in the second inning, and bounced out in the fifth inning. And again, the Mr. Dittmar looks down at Daryl Johnson. Here's a swing and a fast curve and a miss. We might be going to have an inning here in the home seventh, which is supposed to be the lucky inning when Louie let off with a nice single to left field. Here's a swing and a line drive to Coleman, retiring the side. There was a line drive hit toward left field. Coleman went up into the air like a jack out of the box and caught it to retire the side. In that inning, no runs, one hit, and no one left on the base. Fans at the end of seven at Chicago, it's the Yankees four runs, 14 hits. The White Sox two runs and six hits. We're Howell, a right-hander. This will be his 12th appearance this year. He's won one and lost two. He's pitched 17 innings, given up 16 hits, four runs that were earned, eight strikeouts, and six bases on ball. In answer to the wire about the infield fly roll, when there are runners on first and second, or first, second, and third, and less than two off, a ball that is hit in the air, and in the judgment of the umpire, can be caught by an infielder, the batter is automatically out. This rule was put into baseball many years ago to protect the base runners, so an infielder couldn't intentionally drop the ball, and then the runners wouldn't know what to do. Here's the first batter for the Yankees. And it's the catcher, Darrell Johnson, and he swings and follows that ball on the ground. Jump strike. Darrell Johnson batting right-handed. And a fastball that's outside. This probably used to be the property of the White Sox at one time. Nobody on and nobody out in the eighth. Wind up in the pitch to him. A swing and a pop-up on the right side. Fox coming in. He's got it. Run out. That's going to bring up the Yankee pitcher, Arch Dittmar.
Andrew Parra, who had a mask break when a ball hit him on the mask and it fractured his nose. Stengel doesn't want to have him back at the plate just in case a jar from a batted ball on the mask would re-hurt him. Here comes the one and two shots to Dittmars. Right three. Stuck him out. Here's the leadoff man, Bobby Richardson. He singled in the first inning, doubled in the third inning, came up with an extra base hit in the fifth inning, and fouled out in the sixth inning. The first hit there, and they swing at a ground ball to short. Louie's got it. There's the peg. He is out. Retires the side. In that inning, three up and three down. at the end of the first half of the eighth inning. It's the Yankees, four runs, 14 hits, and one error. The White Sox, two runs, six hits, and no error. And we're going into the last of the eighth inning. The attendance has just been announced. 23,401. And the series grew 112,548. I want to tell you this has been some series as they replayed it probably get even a bigger attendance because these have been three terrific games. Watch it a high foul off to the left one side. Nelly Fox walked in the first inning, bounced out in the third inning, and bounced out in the fifth inning, and now takes the ball high to make it one and one. Turned out to be a nice Sunday. day.
Bar. Well, the striking deadline in baseball is approaching. As most of you know, the trading deadline is the 15th of June. So there may be some fireworks before the deadline. Here's a slow ball at high and in close a ball. Two and one. And the pitcher may swing in a foul back. Ball two and strike two, and a new ball has been tossed out to the mound. Getting set again. One out and nobody on. It's the last of the eighth inning. And a swing and a pop-up in the infield. Richardson is coming in. He's under the ball. He's got it for the up. That's going to bring up the catcher, Sherman Lawler. Lawler has hit the ball hard every time today, but on each occasion has slid out the mantle in center field. In the American League, at the end of seven innings, Detroit two and Baltimore one. At the end of eight, it's Boston eight and Cleveland three. Here's Lawler. Wind up and the pitcher in. They swing and a foul on the ground. Like what? Well, the Washington series will bring one of the American League's great hitters to Kaminsky Park, Roy Sievers. Dangerous guy. And Washington has been playing much better ball in the last couple of weeks. They've been plenty rough. Here's the slow ball. It's low and outside for a ball. One and one. Nobody on and two off. And again, the motion, a swing at a slow curve and a miss. Pittsburgh. Off Cincinnati again today. Those pirates are really rolling again. Ball one and a strike two count on Lawler. Trying to get something started here in the eighth inning after two are up. Here's a swing and a ball pitch. Well, Billy Pierce, who's had a tremendous record, 10 and 2. Went out after his eighth straight win today and his seventh consecutive complete game. But today, on rather a dark, humid day, Billy had trouble here with the Yankees. And a one and two count on Lawler is way low and outside for a ball. Billy will very probably start the Baltimore series at Baltimore. That'll be Tuesday night. Here's a swing and a foul on the ground. Those pirates are really rolling again. Ball one and a strike two count on Lawler. Trying to get something started here in the eighth inning after two are up. Here's a swing and a foul pitch. Billy 
Kirk, who's had a tremendous record, 10-2. And, and out after his eighth straight win today, and his seventh consecutive complete game. But today, on rather a dark, humid day, Billy had trouble here with the Yankees. And a one-and-two count on Lawler is way low and outside for a ball. Very probably start the Baltimore series at Baltimore. That will be Tuesday night. Here's a swing and a foul on the ground. Larry Knapp is stepping around in front of the catcher to clean the plate again. Ball two and a strike two count on Waller with the outfield playing him around a little bit to the left.
excitement today is getting some more here in the last of the eighth inning. The next pitch to Hatfield is a fastball that's low for ball two. The Yankees have a left-hander and a right-hander drawing in the bullpen in center field. is again over at the mound, talking with Ditmar. The Yankees with four runs, 14 hits, and one error. White Sox with three runs, eight hits, and no error. That field takes the ball as low. Ball three. Fox got the ball to Louis for the force out at second. 
and the return throw just missed doubling Mantle, one of the fastest men in the big league, by a fraction of a step. That's going to bring up Scarlett. Runner, Mickey Mantle at first base. Scowlin is stepping into the batter's box. And a swing and a foul on the ground along the first baseline. One strike. Ted Williams today had his second three homers in one game. We had one of those here at Chicago, remember? about three or four weeks ago. And today at Cleveland, he again has hit three homers in one game. Pitch out, Mantle stayed at first. Dixie Howell, keeping a watchful eye on Mickey Mantle. Scarlin, a big right-hand hitter in the batter's box. And a ball that's off the corner at the knee, two and one. Beyond that hitter is the right fielder, Hank Bauer. Here's a throw to first. Mandel has 18 homers. Williams now has 17 homers. And a little bit too low. Sinker, ball three. Three and one. Bill Scarron. Hard-hitting first baseman of the New York Yankees. Chicago boy who went to Weber High School. Here comes the 3-1 pitch. Mantle's going. Strike. Throw to second base. He is in there. The throw was high. And it's a stolen base. Ball three and strike two for Scott. The throw to Nelson Fox was a little bit too high, and Mantle got in there while Fox had got up and was coming down with the ball. Now the Yankees have a base runner at second with one out, a 3-2 count on Scott. They're leading 4-3 in the ninth inning. And a swing and a ground ball to the shortstop. Louie's got it. Fires the first. And it's out at first. Billy made a nice pickup of a bad throw. That's going to bring up the Yankee right fielder, Hank Power. Power has been up four times. Struck out in the first inning, bounced out in the third inning, bounced out in the fifth inning, and did the same in the seventh inning. So here's Bauer for the Yankees with two out and Mantle on second base in the ninth. The pitch to him, tight, right at the knee. Takes a look at the ball, decides that it's okay, and throws it back to Howell. Mantle with a pretty good lead off 
second base. And Nelly Fox keeping him worried. Here's the pitch to Bauer, a swing, and a foul to right to. Hank Bauer, veteran right fielder of the New York Yankees, going into the game with a 269 batting average. 26 runs started in, and 8 home runs. Powell gets the new ball and roughs it around in his hands a bit. Looks down at Sherm Lawler, again getting the sign. And here comes the pitch to Bauer. It's in too close above the knee for a ball. The Yankees with four runs. 15 hits and one error. The White Sox with three runs, eight hits, and no errors. Here's Howell again getting a sign, and a swing and a ground ball through the box. Really made a great stop to hold Mantle at third. It's a base hit. That'll bring up Yogi Bell. There was a base hit right through the box. And a great stop by Aparicio prevented Mantle from scoring. But there was no play on the batter at first. Now the Sox have a left-hander LaPom throwing in the bullpen in center field. And I believe that they're going to call him in now to pitch to Yogi Berra. That's it. Well, while we're waiting, let's give them a station break right here. This is the WCFL Chicago White Sox Baseball Network. This is WCFL, the voice of labor in Chicago. Here's a hand for Howell, who is going out. But Tom was coming in from center field. is making his 13th appearance of the year. He doesn't have a win, nor is he charged with a loss. He's pitched 13 on a fraction inning, given up six hits, two runs that were both earned, seven strikeouts, four bases on balls, and his earned run average is 1.39. So the palm is on his way in from center field. The Yankees have runners on first and on third. The batter to greet him will be Yogi Berra. And they're two away. Don, what have you heard on the pitching for the Washington series? Outside of the opening game, anybody? No, that's all, Bob. That's the only information that Eddie Short has given us so far. They're looking over the uh, standings in the American League, and of course, the way it was set up before with Detroit and Boston and Cleveland so tightly packed there. Uh, uh, actually, a game and a half separation between the three teams. They bought the Red Sox today, aided their cause by beating the Cleveland Indians. And the Detroit Tigers, they played a, another one of those tight games with that Baltimore out there. Boy, a two-to-one ball game. So the Detroit Tigers aided their cause, too, and managed to stay away from Boston. And at the same time, uh, this will enable Detroit now to go back into the number three spot in the American League standings as the Cleveland Indians lost today. In any event, regardless of the pitching rotation for this series coming up, uh, such an important one because uh, this will be it now for the homestand. 
that the White Sox will have to be on the road for a couple of weeks or close to that mark. I noticed they note on the ticker that said Lemon appeared in that Cleveland game today, so that means that the great right-hander who's been sidelined is about ready to go back to work. Their score will start working out. I believe it's July 15th they decided that the that is the date. And of course that's been quite a handicap to manager Kirby Farrell to have two great pitchers like Lemon and Score both out of the game. Well, they're ready to go. Yogi Berra stepping in. Berra has been up four times. Slide out the first time, single the second time, walk the third time, and the fourth time. Mickey Mantle's on third base, Hank Bauer's on first base, and there's two away. And a swing and a foul on the ground. One strike. Now the Palm would like very much to hold him in check because the... White Sox are trailing only by a run and want to get a shot here in the ninth inning and try to pull this ball game out of the fire. Yogi Berra playing in left field for the Yankees and a ball that's in too close. who even though his batting average is 217, is plenty dangerous. One of the best hitters in the American League. And a swing and a foul on the ground. Along the first baseline, it's strike two. Tom using that knuckleball on Yogi. Now Tom doesn't like the new ball that was thrown out there, and he's getting another one. Back on Barra, showing up number 31 on the back of his white uniform. Mantle at third, Bauer at first, two off, ninth inning. The Yankees are leading four to three in the game. Here comes the pitch to Barra. He's swinging a ground ball to the mound. Easy. Take the first. He's out. Can't get rid of. 
played up by Larry Knapp, who's standing off to the side of the plate, watching him. We'll see Rivera, Luis Aparicio, who has a hit and a walk, and then probably a clinch hitter for the on the back of his gray uniform. Yankees take it around the infield. Coleman at third. McDougal at short. Richardson at second. Callan at first. And here is Jim Rivera. Jim Rivera stepping in. Bob Grimm leans forward on his right foot. The first pitch to him is very close, but it's an A of all. Nobody on and nobody out. Yankees are leading four to three. Boy, what battles these have been. Wind up in the next pitch to him. A swing and a foul on the ground. Off the left, one and one. Last night, the White Sox were winners over the Yankees, seven to six. They go back in front in the American League by five full games. These have been three terrific games. The outfield is playing Rivera around to the right. Nobody on and nobody off. Again, the wind-up and the pitch to him. It's a fastball that's a little bit high and outside of all. Johnson again gets ready, and a perfect strike right across the knee, two and two. The Yankees lead by a run, but in the hits department, they've made 16 hits to eight hits. Ball two, strike two count on Rivera. Grim taking a little bit of extra time. Game tomorrow. Single 
game on Saturday and a doubleheader on Sunday. The pitch to Louie, a high, long foul is going way down into the right field corner and out of play. And it's a ball one and a strike two count. And again, a new ball has been tossed off to the mound. Field is swung way around to the left. Little Louie. In the batter's box, trying to get something started here with one out of the night. The pitcher again leaning way forward. Here is a fastball that missed. It was a little bit too low. A little bit too low in the outside corner. And it's a ball two and a strike two count. There are rumors of trade in the air. The 15th of June is the deadline. Here comes the ball two, strike two pitch and a ball, ball three. Ball three, didn't swing at it. He started to, but he stopped in time. talking with Grimm, and we may have Earl Batty to swing for the catcher, or Les Moss to swing for the pitcher. Here's the pitch to Louis, a swing and a very high foul is going out of play off here to the right, and we still have a free two-count. that any of the over 23,000 who are out here today have left. Grimm is in the wind-up again, and a swing and a ground ball to short. McDougal's got it, the peg, and he's out to a win. Dick Donovan is going to bat for the pitch. going to bat for the pitcher, and he's walking out toward the plate right now. Here's the announcement. Here's Donovan, who will very probably pitch the game tomorrow night against Washington. He's a good hitter. He bats left-handed. McDougal came into the mound to say something to the pitcher, Bob Grimm. Jerry Coleman also came in to say something to him. And now here is Donovan in the batter's box. The first pitch to him, a swing and a ground ball to Scourin. High bounce, the run to the bag, he's out, and the ball game is over. And the Yankees win this game today, 4-3. to three. A hard-fought ball game with plenty of thrills. The final score, the New York Yankees 4 and the White Sox 3.